You're listening to Jim and James Chew the Cud. When was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? I have no idea what they're talking about. Robbing biological urges. You're crazy, son. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. You're listening to Jim and James uh, welcome to episode 203. What a of, number. Of, I have to go on a t-shirt. I forgot about that one. 203 of Jim and James Chew the Cud, a podcast mm. about nothing. First one, do the ad sponsor we've got. Yeah, please For, do Because the podcast has started to go well, hasn't it's it? Very I think well. it's been well received. Yeah. Mostly. We'll come to that in a bit. Um, Beer Box were going to sponsor us, but they're shutting down, so there's no point. Yeah, and people won't know who that is. But no. we do have an ad sponsor from Casper Mattresses. So Ooh. I'm just going to read that. Please do. Who doesn't love a good mattress? And with over 50 years of mattress expertise, Casper is the right choice. And now Casper Mattresses are offering Chew the Cud listeners a 120 night free money back guarantee. I have a Casper mattress, and I know James, you said when you were a truck driver in the 80s and you used to drive down that road where all the young boys went missing, that a Casper mattress made that cabin a lot more comfortable. You should chew at checkout for a 120 day money back guarantee. That's Chew. Thank you to Casper. C H E W. Yeah. Chew. Get on with the show. Uh, yeah. Manscaper also offered a sponsor. We have another Manscaped. sponsor later on. Um, so if you go on there and put in the um, the code, how do that get made? Um, it's actually us, really, and not another podcast. But if you, if, you, if your balls are hairy or your fanny's hairy, if you're a, if you're a girl or American, um, you can go there. It's good that um, that did sound like a real podcast advert. Kind of actually on that because you immediately went to like hairy. What did you say, hairy fannies? Yeah, yeah. So we had a letter um, regarding the first two episodes of the podcast. You're being accused of being crass and quite vulgar. Now I was going to defend you on this, but you already opened up with hairy fannies. So. I mean, American. In bottom. The letter goes, Dear Jim and James, I don't know which one of you is which, but it doesn't matter. I don't write to you as a fan of your podcast, but as a concerned parent, having just listened to episodes 201 and 202, and would like to offer you some feedback. Firstly, episode 202 was incredibly crass. Are you aware that you referred to ejaculate five times in as many minutes? That's the term for come, by the way, because I'm not sure that you'd understand that without an explanation. You said come repeatedly throughout the podcast. I thought the references to come when James was talking about parody porn was enough, and then Jim had a question about horse come. There is no need to repeatedly talk about come. Perhaps you could use phrases like love porridge or zygote bearing fluid or sex juice. If referring to animal come, the same rules could apply. Perhaps equine milk. Your podcast should be a meal for the ears, but in terms of nutritional breakdown, I feel like it was possibly as high as 60% of episode 202 was at least semen adjacent. Nothing should be 60% cum. What is this? The hot tub at one of James's wooden getaways with the lads? This leads me to episode 201. James said he was sat in a park and imagined a young girl pissing into his mouth. I have been made aware that in prior episodes, James has been vocal about his opinions to the archaic and restrictive age of consent. But this seemed beyond the pale for even him. Where was his chaperone during this visit? I look forward to hearing, I I look forward to hearing from you address this issue on the podcast. Regards, Chud Griffin. Oh, Chud. Yeah. Long time listener, big time wanker. That was one of their suggested uh, nom de plumes. I the mean, other one was John McCordy. Yeah. That gives it away. Yeah, so we can't use that. The up and coming YouTuber. It, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, now, I, I, I agree, it was come heavy. Do merchandise. Um, yeah, do merchandise, John. It was, we will have merch coming soon, actually. I'm quite happy about this. Mm. For example, uh, he referred to me as a come podcaster. Fine with that. Come heavy podcast. But, uh, you know, we've got to raise those concerns. It was a fairly crass 
Yeah, and I apologise heavy. for that. Um, but it wasn't a young lady. It was a woman, no, that's weird, woman who's it? in her thirties. Because you never said um, it was a young. No, woman. he just took that from. I mean, it's more about him. I agree. And I think um, said. he's got come in his ears basically. It's. it's uh, I think it's it's a reflection on the man that he heard a woman mm. be attractive and thought, and thought oh, underage. Yeah. There's an element. There is an element that if if I only listened to the podcast, I would assume they were underage. Because of your, because of what you, the so, way you do, because of your continuous comments whenever I, whenever you, you, you say that. Me. But yes, last episode you were talking about wanting more than a relationship with an animal. Sorry, more than is it more than just a hand job? You wanted a whole relationship. I did say relationship, but I want, yeah. is it more than just kind of a blowy from a, from, and also from like an octopus? It'd be quite beaky. Cause you, you mentioned birds as well, mm. like a, no, a, a parrot is what you mentioned. So with less than seven minutes, and a in. parrot would not be good at that because no, it's, it's got would, claws no, and it's got a beak. At that point, I don't think the parrot was the parrot was your suggestion. You no, started, it was yours. You no, said parrot. No, I didn't. I said dog. You started no, talking about. I listened to it yesterday. You you said parrot. You started talking about a man though. That wasn't the oral bit. You you refused to play along. And then started talking about a man that owned a parrot and no one thought that was weird. I, it's a strong disagree. I think you would have the octopus and fuck it to death. And I don't care what John Cordy thinks. Well, you do, because you, you were crying earlier on. He's, you, he's an influencer. He, I, we were talking about this yesterday and I said to him, you know, you, you're posting videos saying you're a failed musician. What's your job? He said, I don't have a job. You post three videos a day on YouTube. You're a YouTuber. Yeah. He went, oh, you're a podcaster. Yeah, yes. you've got, but you also you've got another job. So. Yeah, we we do a podcast. We are podcasters, just as he. He's just a dog daddy. Just a, and a, he has a kid as well. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he's, has he ever put the kid's head like mouth in his mouth, or is that just his dog he does? No, it's just the dog so far. There is a video of that. That, that is true uh, to the three people that will get that. No, John John has a kid, so he's a dog daddy and a normal dad as well. Mm. Um, but I'm not going to talk about the kid. He's also a guitar daddy. Yeah. On a podcast, on a, on, a, on a YouTuber daddy. He has, but he has been on other podcasts as well. Mm. He was on a um, guitar one. I watched it. It was um, just when he gave a wanker symbol. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, some really good chat about guitar, and they were being a little bit edgy as well. Yeah, in well, a way that, in a way that we would get criticised for. Well, he's shouting a lot as well. No, he was just making comments about um, his go. His go-to is, is sort of like Pete Townsend. Oh, Reese. Yeah, or Ian Watkins. From Lost Profits. Or Steps. Or Steps. So I do think the criticisms of us talking about things that are not family friendly is a little bit rich. Mm. Much like him. He's he's a little, a little bit, bit rich. rich yeah. He'd be richer if he did merchandise. But he won't. Which you can get him a, a, a good deal, can't you, as well? Yeah, we could do that. But he won't, he won't, he'd never accept my help. He doesn't... He, he wants to have... Full control. Yeah. Yeah, there's... You know... He's a... In case people think this is us just being he's aggressive to him... You. And he doesn't have the right of reply. I would point out one that he contacted us. Yeah, you read and, it out. And two, he's welcome to come on the podcast and talk about it and his hypocrisies. Hmm. Because he he um you know he likes Matty Healy, who in a conversation last week I said that I didn't. He was he was uh, kicking off about John was kicking off about 1975 in I think it was Malaysia. Yeah, I mean I was just like, well, you know, he's been kicked out for doing something that he's not meant to do there. And John thinks this is me taking sides with the the sort of despotic government. But I think the Malaysian. I just people think Matt Healy's. Oh uh, yeah, you, honestly, 
I can't take someone seriously if their dad is Tim Healy and Denise Welsh. Yeah. Is, that, is his mum? Yeah. Like, no and matter how cool you to Florence and Florence and Machine as well. Really? Yeah. No matter how you dress up in a suit and act like you've had a rough upbringing, if your parents are Tim Healy and Denise Welsh, yeah. like, it's all affectation. I just think it's coincidental that he does this stuff right after the whole I mean, making if, comments on a podcast if, thing, um, which if is good enough for Matt Healy, for John. John is fine with Matt Healy talking about these things. Mm. I think it was on one of like the, the Come Town podcasts, and yet we talk about how much would it take for you to drink horse ejaculate, yeah. and that's a problem. Or equine milk. Or yeah, it's a, yeah, equine, equine juice. Um, well, I, I think to show his full support of um, the opponent, Matt Healy, mm. he should eat a steak, a, a raw steak, on his YouTube channel. He loves Matt Healy because he, he loves Get off Matt with um, some random bloke. And then upset an entire country. That's a really good point. If John stands with Matt Healy, yeah. he needs to make out with uh, a Malaysian man on his YouTube channel. Yeah, and just drink a bottle of wine. Yeah. While or then... Equine milk. Then wooing he, an underage girl in front of the audience. Yeah, that's a good point, isn't mm. it? Yeah, Matt he, I'm not saying Matt does He that. does post good memes, so it's all yeah. good. And like, there's some good songs. He's, he, he has a great impression of a Chinese person. Yeah. As does um, uh, Matt Healy. And when I did an impression of a deaf person in episode 201, John said it was something that he'd rather not talk to me about. I thought, oh, I just asked him what he thought of it, and he was like, I don't want to talk about that. But if Matt Healy had done it, maybe in, like a, loved it. in a suit with the top button undone, the tie loose, yeah. and a cigarette, yeah. he would... Lap it up. Yeah, quite literally, that equine juice. Mm. That equine love juice. Um, so I do want to make it a little bit classier. Well, thank um, you for your feedback. It's been taken on board. Thank you. Yeah, and if everyone else has got feedback on how we can do the thing that we do better, yeah, absolutely welcome to hear that. But I do want to, I think it's always a chance to grow and improve. But you mean you need to have at least 15 downloads on Podbean. <laughs> um, we're crushing that. that. We're, we're, we are now approaching the near 9,000 barrier, mm -hmm. um, which I don't believe John has that many downloads on his podcast. No. So I don't know. I thought I wanted to just like class it up a little bit. Uh, when I ask a hypothetical question, okay. but just class it up. So, um, just general question to get the juices flowing. Mm. Not those juices, John, don't worry. The mental juices. Front or back of a human centipede, but with Brie Larson in the middle? Back. It's the obvious answer, yeah. isn't it? Like, when I, when, I, when I read that question, I did think, I know it's what you're going to say. It's not even a question, really. Yeah. Because the other one I saw, and again, not even a question when you know someone, would you have sex with a gender-bent doppelganger of yourself for $100 million? You would pay to do that. Well, I would. Well, I, I mean, don't I would, think I would, I would do it. I don't think I would. Hundred million million dollars is a lot of money. I'd say like four pounds in Brexit money. I, I think when I saw that question, I was like, yeah, of course. Who wouldn't? I genuinely, yeah. like, you know that Billy Connolly bit about like, if you leave someone in a room with a tea cosy, if they don't put it on their head, don't trust them. If you're left in a room with your, your gender-bent doppelganger and there's candles and wine and you don't do anything... Mm. It's a bit weird. Unless it's a twin, then it's a bit weird. No, it's a, it's a gender bent one. Yeah, no, but if you if you've got a twin who's the opposite gender, don't do that. That's um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's fair. Wrong. Yeah, and I think John could probably agree with us on that. You would. How much would you? You'd probably, I'd imagine, pay for. We said hundred million dollars. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you that. that's the thing, isn't it? The question's not, not even. Money. I can't remember who sent this in, if but it was it's not even. If it was fifty quid, then that's a, a proper question you might think about. Yeah, then it would probably be no. There's very little quid. things that I wouldn't do for a hundred million. Yeah. And if one of them is, is having sex with myself, I'm fine with that. Um, another uh, question I've got that I thought I'd try and 
bring in uh, for a wider audience dogs mm. um, dogs in education really mm. a professor I don't know if you saw this a professor was found um, in uh, some like rural toilets in the in like these country walks in America having relations with his dog like an argument or no uh, it seems to mainly be uh, John cover your ears oral Ooh. again I'm, I'll get into that but he who performed it he was the dog was doing it um, he was found there'd been reports of something happening there so they like staked it out mm. when he was a, when he was found he was a very apparently like a, a, a professor at a very prestigious university his first words were um, please kill me now isn't that a fair reaction do you think I, I, no, no, I don't own a dog Never, no one said anything about owning the dog a dog can't consent right a child knows it's wrong they always say like oh I knew something was wrong I'd be Jim Jong-un. I'm on my deathbed. Mm. Just like, bring me James from my favourite podcast, Jim and James Chew the Cud. Because we do have North Korean fans and shout out to you guys. Yeah, and I think North Korea, it needs to be a place where you can go to and you know you can get high, mm-hmm. um, get pictured by a lady or a man, any, any anyone, anyone yeah. who you want. You can just, it's like some sort of magical fairyland. Yeah. And I, and I would... Can't say fairy. Um, some magic lands then yeah okay and I, I want to push it as the ultimate choice location for all those things so you're saying that you, you take over North Korea yeah day one just open it up you're just like everyone come in everyone anyone we've got all this yeah. all this all infrastructure we have yeah. all these prostitutes now yeah and I, and I reckon I can probably get a lot of those prostitutes from Amsterdam Red Light District and buy them over just shift my over like it just feels like I've asked you a question about what you did and I was thinking more along the lines of maybe changing the haircuts you're now immediately launched into sex trafficking what it should be like is that if one of us took over a country that was ruled by a tyrant we shouldn't make new problems such as sex trafficking well it's not a sex trafficking as such but it's also just... it's not even your sex trafficking the people that are already in poverty in North Korea not that that would be better well, no, they'll be working in bars and things yeah. and and we like unpacking the, the crates and ho- your shipping and, over from and, ho- and hotels and restaurants. Right. So it'll bring in a lot, a lot of trade. So you're saying that um, people are going to go over there mm, and go to have a good time. I could just go to Holland. Yeah, but you can't now. But it's a little bit more tricky than it used to be. So what I'm going to do well, is wait, go wait. to the recently demilitarized North Korea. Yeah, where women are just appearing from Holland. They have no idea. Liam Neeson is skulking around trying to find his daughter somewhere. Because this is the thing, your actions, you're going to welcome vengeful fathers. Okay, then. I'm not doing the sex, okay, sex we'll, party. We'll then. put a pin in the, in yeah. the sex traffic. And might come in later on, but not, yeah. not straight away. You'll get the groundwork. So it's going to be a, a party location, like, like, like I've been. The whole country. Like in, in the like late 90s, there was a, a great show called Ibiza Uncovered. Right. And you what would, was that about? Um, Ibiza and British louts having a good time. Oh. Okay. Um, so it'll be like North Korea uncovered, mm-hmm. and we can, we can, it works in two levels. You know, it's uncovered. You know, it's open for for viewing. Yeah. And also, people are wearing swimsuits. Just had a thought that you asking for if your Dutch get in touch sounds a lot more menacing now. There's the spectre of possible being kidnapping. Sort of, and, yeah, kidnapped from a yeah. hotel room. But if you are Dutch, get in touch. I, you know, I'm not the one saying that. You're gonna end up in some sort of dingy no, I mean, it, North it, Korean back. This is like, day one, right? Day one, you started trafficking people in. You, it's the same. Well, I wanted to succeed. Stru- you're not even going like 
there's no pretense where you're going, oh, yeah, no, don't come over to North Korea. It will be beautiful and lovely. They'll go, it's day one. Kim Jong-un's not even... Not even and cold. also, to what else I do? Yeah? It's got missiles. Right, fire I, them all I at would, once. Well, kind of. Fire I, them all I would the change sun. the warheads into fireworks. Right. And then it's like every other Friday, launch a couple over the cities and just yeah. go, ooh, ah, look at the fireworks exploding overhead. And also that shows... you not achieve that just by using the fireworks. But that shows we're also friendly by... We, we, we're using up our military military might yeah. and turning it into, into party fodder. But you could just use fireworks. Like the soldiers and like the tanks could be used to transport or fire like beer across the bar. Right. Um, guns, we were saying. I feel in your head, this North Korea is the size of a city rather than I know, a it's country. Quite, it's quite large. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it's, um, it's a half size of Korea, isn't it? I turn it into like a party location, mm -hmm. fill it full of music, and um, I would introduce a chain called. Well, got into beetroot recently. Really, into beetroot. really into beetroot. And um, Sorry, what the fuck does that mean? I'm gonna tell you. It's really got in, into got into it. It's, it's like it, it's it's a, it's a wonder food. You can make it into a drink. Um, you can use it as fake blood. You can eat it. You can boil you're a it. Peasant in the 15th fucking century. Well, no, but why are you making drinks out of beetroot? But no, I I would um, open up a chain of shops called um, Big Beats. Big Beats, and right. it'll be like a shack, like a funky sort of like nice. Everything in your fucking nice, North Korea is a shack. Nice, a vibey shack. All right, it's just got a vibe. Bougie, bougie, a yeah. Bougie sex dungeon. No, no, not a sex dungeon. It's just we just sell beats. Oh, this is, sorry, a bougie but beat shop. It also has big like beats. it plays music like hard like beaty music, like with drums and stuff over the top. Um, so big beat shops, sex trafficking, anything else that you can bring to them? I I think like I quite you missed like out fireworks. The fi because the fireworks thing. You're taking something that you want to put on a fireworks display and you mm. go, fantastic, I've got, got missiles. Box of fireworks. Let's put them on intercontinental ballistic missiles. You know, I've watched Oppenheimer recently. My biggest take from that, that film was at the start, there was an old guy sitting in front of me. It was an advert for like trying to help the world, trying to like cut down on your emissions and that. Mm -hmm. And this bloke just shouts out bollocks. Um, he was really taken aback by it. But then all the adverts were like he was fine. He was fine with, you know, nuclear bomb being made. Mm. That's, that's all right. He was fine. So with... that was your takeaway from the film Oppenheimer? Yeah, bloke and bollocks. Yeah. Mine was like the futile struggle of mankind against his own desires. Yeah. Horses, well. but that's why film is great, isn't it? You can watch a film and interpret it in different ways. And it's all valid, mm. you know? Did you want to do, do Barbie or do you want to hold that for next week? Because um, like, you've you've seen Barbie twice now. Is that it? Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Is that it? No, it's twice. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Really? I watched it once. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Then watched Oppenheimer um, last weekend, and it was an it was an amazing film. Yeah, Oppenheimer is um, genuinely fantastic. But at the end of it, I felt exhausted. I felt a lot of wanking. There was no, I had no emotion left. I was just mm. like, yeah, I felt depressed. I felt depressed for quite a while. So I thought I need to Kill do yourself. something. So I went and watched Barbie. Yeah. Just so I could feel again. 
What were you feeling in that film aimed at children? It's not aimed at children. Uh, it's, it's a Barbie it's film. Not. You can pretend they can they can dress no. it up all they want. No. It's a series of adverts for Mattel. They whack on this like feminist message and that's cool. People But it, it's like saying a Transformers film that talks about respect is anything more than that. It's a toy film. No. As she said, they're going to make Polly Pocket films. Yeah, and He-Man. Yeah. And Battleships again. Yeah, we need another Battleships Connect, Connect Four. Yeah. And Snap. But you, so, you know, Barbie, you saw it twice. Were the oldest person in the cinema? No. The people with children as well. <laughs> yeah, grandparents taking their kids, right? I was probably the only person there. Did you wear pink? No, no, I, I was wearing um, black because I just watched Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> You also went in the hat yeah. and everything. And yeah. letting off fireworks. and Attached to intercontinental ballistic yeah. missiles. Yeah. It's interesting you watched Oppenheimer and then still thought it was a good idea to use missiles. And use them as a, as a means to, deliver to joy. flatten... No, you also said about flattening entire cities. But only cities are I need rebuild. somewhere to put my Dutch whores. There's a building, I think in Australia, they tried to sort of like blow up uh, like a big tower or some, some big factory something. Mm. And usually when you watch those videos, they just explode and fall in, into themselves and that's it. Yeah. This one, um, two of her legs blew up, um, two didn't. So then had to use a digger. To, oh, um, what? A, a digger. Okay. Um, he, yeah, he used, he used a digger to like really smash down the rest of the, rest of the um, building. So that was quite a good thing to watch. But it would be quicker to use into just missiles. Yeah. I I do get that. You can take out much. I, like I say, for me, I probably change the haircuts. They're not mandatory. I would keep, well, not keep them because I want my face on them. But the banners that unfurl down the side of the building. Mm. Um. The more I think about it, turning it into a a, a dragon hall city would be probably not worse than it already is. I was watching. I watched a video on North Korea the other day. Um, is that YouTuber? Not that YouTuber. Not John Cordy. Oh, the a different YouTuber. YouTuber. He actually doesn't do as many videos in a day. John does what three or four a day? Yeah, at least three or four. Um, but he's not a YouTuber. No, he so has he, the time he does to his, do three does or like four videos. I think it's like five or six videos a day. There's live he's not ones a YouTuber. There's live videos. He does live ones, but the, so I chat was, to him. Simon is it Simon Whisk, with, Whisker? The bold say, guy yeah. as a bit does all the documentary videos. He's like, yeah, he he's he was talking about North Korea. He was saying like all of these horrible things that have happened, and at the end he's like, we don't actually know anything. But he only does. I mean, he's on a lot of videos, not the seven or eight that John does. Mm. You're doing fourteen, fifteen videos a day. Mm. That Min- does happen. minimum. Yeah, that does happen. Um, and then there's also his audio books he reads. You're about just him. No, he he has stopped those because when you're doing sort of seventeen to eighteen videos on YouTube a day, you haven't got time to do a lot of other no. things else. He's busy. He's a new dad. He's got a, a guitar business that is either successful wildly or not. Mm. Depends on your interpretation and of it. Man. And then plus on that, you've got twenty to twenty-one videos a day mm. on YouTube, but not a YouTuber. Now I'm gonna be honest. I, I wasn't gonna really rail on him this much, but when I said to him that I when he emailed in. Chud Griffin. So not John Cordy necessarily. No, just Chud Griffin. And I said, James didn't actually say that was a child. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you're turning on me now. As in, you're turning him on? I don't know. I don't think, I think if you're doing sort of 23, 24 videos on YouTube a day, you have no time to get turned on by things. I think it's been a relatively a cumless episode. If yeah. That's the word that 
is okay. Um, I think we we did at the start. Yeah, we maybe said a little bit. But that was him. But when we were talking about you were reading out his his yeah, uh, cum been a bit more mature. when you were when you were talking about how you were going to sex traffic women in from Holland to the North Korea, you didn't say. To do what? No, they could be doing business people. Yes, they're sex workers in... In the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, they and they're be, sex trafficked. They can be anything they want. Because if, like, if we took John from Amsterdam to North Korea, he would be jazz trafficked. Mm. They're sex trafficked. Once they're in North Korea, I assume, they can do what they like, right? Actually, I I, I, I wouldn't do that. Because no, the, internet, the internet um, over there is not very good yet. Right. And him doing 80 videos a day would be too much for our internet. Yeah, I mean, I've said this to him. I said, John, you're doing 75 videos. When are you going to stop? Mm. But he doesn't. He no. can't. Because that's not what a not YouTuber doesn't do. You know? Can we get another advert in from our second sponsor of the show? Uh, Ahab and Company, uh, the UK's premier survival clothing gear company, giving you the chance to get 35% off their autumn winter range online now at ahabandco.co.uk. Remember, use the code CHEW at checkout. James, you've often said that the stealth guard balaclava has stopped many witnesses getting a clear look at your face. And my grandma used to really feel the cold. We got the frost barrier winter thermal from last year's range and it helped us identify she actually had Parkinson's, which is great. So remember, that's Chew at checkout for 35% off. And the code is actually Chew at checkout. Did you see the... Um, and when I say tight, I don't mean because of the eye situation. But in China, they had... Um, there's rumours that the, the bears are actually people dressed up. Yeah. Have you seen the film Tusk? Um, no, but I, I know what it is. The walrus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend Kevin to watch Smith. it. Yeah. Um, and is it Justin Long? Yeah. He's slowly physically transformed. Like, his legs are broken. Uh, he has tusks implanted. He's turned into this walrus. walrus. Uh, hence the film Walrus. Yeah. Um, or, or Tusk. But uh, in Tusk... That's the that's this punishment. Uh, it's a really not very good film at all, but it is quite harrowing to watch. I think I quite like to have a zoo full of my enemies turned into animals. What animal would you want to be turned into? A badger. A badger. Why? I suppose you've already got tuberculosis, haven't you? Well, yeah, well, I Breaking news: go to the go go to the GoFundMe for James's tuberculosis. Yeah. Please uh, do. Thing. So, badger physical transformation, or would it be different if you were offered the chance to wear? A no, suit? I'd be like that Japanese bloke who would just kind of wear a costume. I think I read is that the one that's like I just I, I'm an animal now. Yeah, he seems like a little like um yeah dog. Yeah, mental health issues there, isn't it? Yeah, isn't you meant to be like? The, I mean, you know, we are uh, LGBTQ Z allies, hundred mm. percent. But if you do think you're a dog, you're a mental. Yeah, yeah. And we've both had mental health training on these. I think it, you you have to be able to say it. Yeah, you need to call if it out. If you think you see it, you're a dog, it. you're not. And that's a worry for me because John obviously has eight dogs and he's got a little kid now and doesn't think that that kid is going to pick up the characteristics of a dog. I had a couple of questions, but I don't really think they're worth. Thank you for listening to Jim and James Shoe the Colour. I hope we haven't offended your uh, sensibilities. If you do have any criticism or feedback or questions. And we are also going to release a special John Cordy cut. Which is um, the intro and the outro, nothing in between. Yeah, John Cordy, you're you're a good man. Yeah, thanks for that. thanks for all the uh, support. Thank you for the people that have shared it. Uh, thanks for people that have told their friends. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye. 
That was Jim and James Chew the Cud, a Curson Media production. Produced by Glenn Lopez. Music by Smartle Jennings. I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs>